This is Sound and Season. It's Christmas Day. Our scripture for the day comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 21. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And when the angels went away from them and into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. At the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Christ, the long-promised Savior, was born of Mary. The baby, now swaddled and laying asleep in the manger, was the promise of God made manifest, realized, and fulfilled. But the story does not end in a manger. He is the victorious offspring, promised to Adam and Eve. He is the descendant of Abraham, who was promised to rescue a people for God's own possession. He is the great light that Isaiah knew would chase the darkness away forever. And he is the fulfillment of the new covenant that was promised through the prophet Jeremiah. The new covenant promise was secured and established in the very blood of the one born in Bethlehem that first Christmas night. In his incarnation, God taking on flesh, Jesus emptied himself, that he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. This was not a fumbling of the plan of God. No, this was always his plan. This was the only way we could be ransomed from the curse of sin and death. Jesus isn't simply a model of humility for us. His humility achieved something for you and for me. Jesus secured for us absolute redemption and perfect righteousness. That is salvation. Not that we get a second chance to be good enough, but that Jesus is eternally enough for us. And whether we know it or not, the deepest cry of our souls is, God be with me. And the scandalous wildness of the incarnation is that God, out of his own desire and grace, he came to us in Christ Jesus, Emmanuel. He's God with us, Almighty God, 
draw near to you and to me forever. There comes a moment each Christmas when the presents and activities begin to wind down. The last family dinner, the last present, the last carol of the season on the radio. We exhale in satisfaction or in some years with sadness and disappointment. And we ask ourselves, so now what? The presents are over, the carols will fade from the radio. We'll take the decorations down with little of the care and excitement we exuded when we hung them up a few weeks ago. Another Christmas, come and gone. So what now? Well, now we have to reckon with the consequences of that simple moment when that little baby cried out into the starry Bethlehem night. Because from that moment on, nothing in the whole world would ever be the same. This place, all of creation, isn't common anymore. The earth we walk on, the air we breathe, the oceans we swim, and the mountains we hike, this place is now not only created by God, but even more stunningly, He came to us in this place. He walked our dusty roads and swam in our oceans. He hiked up our mountains. The Promised One, the Deliverer, has come to us, and He has made another promise, that He is coming again. So now what? Well, in short, everything. Jesus has made a way for us to live in the splendor of Christmas for all eternity. When we realize that the central celebration of Christmas is the graciousness and greatness of God, then we can see how Christmas can and must be celebrated all year long. Because long after the decorations and the festivities are over, the fulfillment of God's promises are just as marvelous and wondrous and significant as they are on this Christmas day. So let us drink deep the joy of this holy day, wherever we might find ourselves this Christmas, whether your expectations were sweetly met or tragically flawed. Let us rest in the beauty of a God that loves us and has made us his own through the birth, life, death, resurrection of Jesus. And let us not forget that as we celebrate Christ's first arrival, we live in the certain hope that he will come again. It is still good news of great joy. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Jesus, our Messiah, the incarnate and ascended one, today we celebrate the coming of the Christ child who is Christ our King. We worship you, Jesus, who are above all things, for from you and through you and to you are all things. You are the radiance of the glory of God, the exact imprint of his nature, and you uphold the universe by the word of your power. The Father has put all things in subjection under your feet. And those feet were tiny in that manger in Bethlehem. Those feet learned to walk on Egyptian dirt. Those feet walked on the churning waters of Galilee. Those feet carried you to pray in Gethsemane. And those feet were pierced for our transgressions. But those feet also walked out of the tomb. Those feet 
set off from the Jerusalem ground and ascended up to the heavens where you sat down, having made the perfect and final sacrifice. And you sit at the right hand of the Father until your enemies should be made a footstool for those very feet. Today, let us join with the angels in all of heaven to worship in deepest awe of our great and gracious God, he who made us and came down to rescue and restore us. O Emmanuel, may we forever sing your praises, and may the joy of Christmas fill our hearts as we worship you, Jesus, our great and forever King. Our holy God has come to be with us so that we might be with him eternally, to glory forever and ever. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.